From PRI, Public Radio International, it's to the best of our knowledge. I'm Jim Fleming. The mystery of human consciousness has long been viewed as an unknown country. There's no telling what you'll find on a psychedelic trip. Cartoony kind of things like plants in rocket ships kind of waving at me and, and then Hindu deities, archetypes from Christianity. It really is like you enter the, the sort of liquid medium of the collective unconscious. More from Daniel Pinchbeck, the heir apparent of psychedelic sage Timothy Leary. Today, the malleable mind, why new research in brain plasticity is proving the brain can change itself. How motherhood makes you smarter and why consciousness might be just a program away. There's nothing special that makes us human except, I think, having more levels of thinking. It's just that our computers don't yet have a reflective layer of programming, and as soon as we put that in, then we'll see that they show the wider range of things that humans have. We used to think the brain was a machine, break one part and forget about it. That left stroke victims, the developmentally disabled, and wobblers, people with faulty balance centers, out in the cold, along with others suffering from neurological disorders. But new research on the nature of the brain may change all that. Norman Doidge is a psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, and researcher at the University of Toronto. Doidge's book, The Brain That Changes Itself, is filled with examples of how the brain can actually change its structure to overcome neurological problems. Deutsch told Anne Strangechamps about a woman named Cheryl, a so-called wobbler whose sense of balance was destroyed. Cheryl Schultz basically went in for a routine hysterectomy, and she was given an antibiotic which has been known in many cases to poison parts of the inner ear and the balance apparatus. And it appears that that's what happened to her. One day she woke up and she couldn't stand, and she started to have this horrendous sensation that she was perpetually falling. In fact, even when she'd fallen to the floor, she still felt like she was falling into an endless bottomless pit. There was just no relief from this terrible, terrible affliction. And she was told this was permanent, right? Yes. And many wobblers actually commit suicide. It's such a nightmare. It's like the beginning of, I think, Vertigo, the Hitchcock movie, when someone is spinning, you know, into an abyss, except it just doesn't relent. And the person that helped her was Paul Bakhirita. Now, Paul Bakhirita was an extraordinary, extraordinary man. What was it that Paul Bakhirita was able to do for her? Well, Paul Bakhirita had determined that the senses, which are really sort of organized towards the back of the brain, could also be plastic. Now, when Cheryl was tested after she had sort of lost the use of her balance system, what they found was that only 1% of that system was working. And that system consists of a part of the inner ear that tells us where we are in space, uh, whether we're moving forward, where we're tilting to the side or not, and that kind of thing. And a clump of neurons or nerve cells in the brain that process that information. So basically 99% of that system was wiped out. So you would think that she could never get her sense of balance back because yes, that part because, of the brain was simply gone, destroyed. Yes. The model that we had of the brain since the beginning of modern science was that it was like a complex machine with parts. And if the parts were destroyed, there's nothing you could do. So if you had a stroke, they give you...